0: Creative Magic Club
1: What's up? This is Sarah Mack and welcome to Creative Magic Club. Together we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I am here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi, welcome. I'm so excited to introduce my guest today, Freya Savage, a business and money coach from freyasavage.com. Hi, Freya. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi,
0: Sarah. So great to be here. So Freya is
1: really, really awesome and inspiring. We've been internet friends for a while, supporting each other on our business journeys, and I'm really excited for her to share some of her story and her wisdom around, particularly around money. But she's a true multi-passionate creative business owner. She does many, many things, has so many talents. And you're in Thailand right now, aren't you?
0: Yes, I am. Cool. And it's so funny you said we're internet friends. And I'm like, yeah, we've never actually met in person.
1: I know, it's such a tragedy. <laughs> I can't wait to meet <laughs> One day. <laughs> one, day. No. one day that day will come and it will be amazing.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> So, Maria, tell, tell me a little bit about, like, when, when this, um, like, business journey started for you, um, you know, what was, like, what was, like, the big turning point that, you know, shifted you into doing the work that you're doing now, helping people with money?
0: Mm, well, I actually always kind of started my, tra- my career tra- trajectory was always on this path. I studied economics and finance at uni. And then I, ha- I studied CFP, which is kind of like a-, a post-grad for financial advisors. And I worked in the industry for 10 years. I worked as an investment analyst. I taught other financial advisors um, how to invest. So I was like heavy into this. And actually, it was so funny because um, a lot of the financial advisors didn't invest the way that they recommended their clients invest. And um, I saw this really, like, disconnect in the industry. And the other thing I saw was I really wanted to work with um, people like me, you know. But our business didn't know how to charge them. They didn't know how to work with them. They didn't know how to provide office for them, really only knew how to provide office for, you know, people um, with multimillion-dollar uh, portfolios. So then I just lost – I kind of lost the – it didn't feel aligned because it felt like, firstly, I was not managing my money the same way that I was recommending clients were managing their money, so I wouldn't buy what I was selling. And um, the secondly is that I knew that there was so much more that could be done and there's this whole audience that is not being financially educated and if they start now, you can make a huge difference difference in the long term by such small alignments, you know. So I actually started to put this into practice with myself and my own finances. Um and I left the I left that world and I went traveling. I cycled through Thailand actually um, with my partner and um, we we rode our bikes from Phuket up to Bangkok and I had this like a few months you know with no no work and um, I still wanted to keep myself busy because I was so used to this, like, you know, always being busy and always doing, doing, doing. And then once I created a bit of space, it kind of became clear, like, okay, I know that I don't want to do this. I don't want to go back into the industry, but I have so much to share. Like, I, I have so much knowledge, so much experience. And not only that, I also had a lot of, have a lot of passion, you know, for like, you can create freedom for yourself. You just need to do these simple things and simple things that other people do not know how to do. So then I took that and I started to teach people about um, how to manage their own money. And then it also developed in, okay, well, there's a lot of people who have a lot of skills and, you know, they're just, they're amazing souls. They've got messages to share, but they don't have any money. So it's no good me teaching them how to manage money they don't even have. So then I started to people would come to me and say, how did you start your business? You know, how do you create, how, how did you create income? How do you make money doing what you love? And so I was like, oh, okay, this is something people want to know as well. So how to bring in money and then how to manage money. And so I've kind of married the two together.
1: <laughs> amazing, amazing. So... Did you, um, and you, like, you're a digital nomad now, right? You're still traveling all over the world. Every time I speak to you, you're, like, in Bali or Australia or Thailand. So have you Mm -hmm. been basically traveling since you started your business?
0: Yeah, basically. I went to Australia um, for a year since I started my business. And um, my partner, he was studying his um, master's. And so he needed to be in Australia. And as soon as we landed back, I thought, no, this is not my, this is not my home anymore. You know, like, yes, you know, home is where your heart is, all of that, whatever. I agree, but it's also much easier to be somewhere that actually aligns with the things I like, you know, warm weather, coconuts. I love having a tan. I love eating fresh fruit. I love hippies. So, I mean, in moderation, that is. <laughs> this is also why I have a, I have a beautiful home that I can just close the gate. So I can have time alone <laughs> in moderation. Um, and by the way, I'm drinking water, not vodka. This is um, <laughs> <laughs> for I actually for years. This is um, from a, a a hip there's so many amazing, interesting people here. This is from a woman who like has this has this really fancy water machine. And um, I went and to, I took a huge plastic bottle there, a 25 liter bottle to fill out the water and she said no you cannot use that plastic bottle you'll ruin the water you have to use glass bottles so I have like 10 10 of these glass bottles and I'm carrying on the bike so anyway this is one <laughs> Not vodka.
1: amazing great place to be uh to be stuck on a Thai island I'm sure so um what so what is one message that Like if you were handed the mic and you wanted to deliver a message that you wish really everybody knew, that what you knew would really change their lives. What is that message that you're really passionate about sharing?
0: Mm, Well, I have quite a a few of them and I'm just going to allow whatever comes through to come through right now. And the one that's coming through is around purpose. And, you know, there's this idea, this like heaviness that I feel sometimes that people have on they've got to be of purpose. You know, like, what's my vision? What's my message? What's my mission in life? And it's almost this franticness of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And it's a reminder that you are, you have not been left out. Like, you know, you are not forgotten by the universe, God, whatever it is you believe in. Um, and there might not be something super specific, you know. It doesn't need to be, doesn't need to look like, oh, I'm an accountant or I'm a firefighter or I'm a, I'm a financial educator. It doesn't need to look like this. It's just the essence of who you decide to be, you know. This is, this is your purpose. And the other thing I would note here is um, that, you know, if you're, if you're not entirely sure, that when you get this, like, this fire inside of you and you see someone else doing something and you get this feeling of, like, oh, I could do that. I could do that even better than them. You know, but then the rational mind comes in and it's like, oh yeah, but they've had a lot of experience and you know they've done this kind of study and you know they're better looking than me or they're better speaking than me or whatever, whatever. But if you just ignore all of that for a moment and just think about the times where you've had this feeling of like, I could do this and I could do this better than them. And then this is like a great way to being curi- be curious you know the other thing is we don't have any answers like even science it's all theoretical like n- we don't even know what we're made of we have all these names like atoms, Quarks but they don't even know what is inside of this you know it's a fucking rabbit hole so it's okay not to be able to vocalize like your exact purpose you know there's nothing wrong with you. Um, that just to like keep being in this curiosity. This is actually, you know, the most beautiful thing about being human and I think that perhaps this is this is everybody's purpose is to be curious and be in the question of who am I and not even need to know the answer. You know, it's not about having the answer. It's, it's the journey. It's the process. The whole time it's like unlayering of who you are and know that you will never get to the bottom of it. Like it's just, it just goes on and on and on and on. So this idea of like needing to get your ducks in in a row or needing to get really clear, have clarity. Um, I just don't think this is necessary. I don't think it's even possible. I think it's also limiting. Like, yes, maybe in one point of time, you might feel it, "Uh uh-huh, that's it. But then allow it to shift, you know, with you. Like we're transient beings, we're complex, we're deep. Um, So to allow yourself to kind of ride and flow with that.
1: I love that. Like the word that's coming to mind for me while you're talking is adventure. You know, it's like just live
0: life like an adventure. Like
1: you, the reason we go on adventures is because we don't know how it's going to end up. It's going to surprise us. We're maybe going to come up against some challenges and we're going to figure out who we really are by coming over against them. It's like when you go on a hike or a jump trek or you go to a country that you've never been before. Like if you knew exactly what it was going to be like, it would be pretty boring. <laughs> So it's like we totally. live our lives in that way as well. Like we, we, yeah, we don't have to know who we are. We don't have to know everything that's going to unfold. Um, but we just get to have fun and, and figuring it out and letting it be messy and like falling over and scraping our knee and getting up again and having a story to tell at the end of it, you know?
0: Absolutely. And, you know, like Tony Robbins, he was, he says, um, I've heard him say this a few times, who likes surprises, you know? And in the audience, a few people might put up their hands and he'll be like, no, you don't. No one fucking likes surprises. You think you like surprises, but you only like surprises if you know you're going to be surprised, right? (laughs) And this is kind of true, like in a way, you know, but the thing is, like you said, life is full of them. Like it doesn't matter how much mindset stuff you do. The other thing is the universe can have something bigger and better in mind for you than what you do. (laughs) So if you have, if we have like this narrow idea of what things must look like, then we're cutting out the master, you know, we're cutting out the one with all the power and we're like, we're, we're minimizing our trajectory because we only know what we've experienced and what we've seen, which is, which is quite narrow. But if we allow ourselves to open up, like, yes, have direction, you know, the last thing, you know, don't be a fucking lost boat, like, even if you don't, even if you don't know how to read the map, like just, you know, kind of be like, all right, I'm going to have conviction and go this kind of direction. But like just keep moving, you know, have like a conviction, be committed to it, but be open to where, to, to what comes your way, you know, when there's a storm, don't be like, but but there was no storm on the, on the weather reading. I don't know how to deal with this. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and to allow yourself to kind of ride with it, and and it's it's often you know it's never what happens; it's it's always how how we're in relationship with it, how we're relating to it. And um, so, if you can, re- if we can learn to relate to surprises in a way of curiosity and in a way of, of adventure, I mean, shit, our life just gets like so much more fun and so much easier, right?
1: Right, and that's just the mindset piece, right, that you're talking about. It's- mm-hmm everything it's like the lens that we're looking at life through and it's gonna make it fun or it's gonna make it suck depending on what story you're telling yourself
0: absolutely
1: so I'm curious um in all the work that you do and helping people with their money what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making that you're really passionate about supporting people with Shit shifting oh my God, I
0: feel like this is the moment that like if we're in a cartoon I would just like pull out this scroll and I would just run for like meters and meters, <laughs> <and> meters. <laughs>
1: what are some of like the common, uh, the most common threads that you see with people that you're just like banging your head against yeah
0: okay so the, the okay so the, the most common ones are uh, the first one is people get confused about what a goal is and what an investment is well what, what the way that they want to live their life is and what an investment is an investment is not a goal an investment is not a way to live your life uh, investment property a share portfolio these are not goals. These are these are ways to support your goals. So to first look at how do I want to live my life? What goals do I have? Then look at okay, what assets are going to support that? And this is one. Of, this is one of the biggest mistakes I see: people not matching their investments with their goals and feeling like their investments are the goal. And so they get emotionally emotionally attached to it, um, deciding that, okay, property, you know, property is a great investment because my parents invested in property and they made this much money. Or Bitcoin's a great investment because my my mate John made 200% return or whatever, but they're not actually thinking about, okay, what's their, well, what's their vision? How do they want to live their life? Um, the second one is uh, cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a second mistake um I'm being you know a bit cheeky there but um it's around having a long-term view and I would say this is the same in everything you know like being the eagle not being like not being like the and I wrote I wrote this article a while ago and I just I it just really is, it resonate like it's come back into my head it's like don't be the don't be the mouse you know trying to like eat up as whatever you can find like the scratch the closest things to you. like get some perspective be the eagle um, and have a long-term view you know we're not here to shoot the lights out with investments we can use our our ability to earn income to do that right this this there's no risk there but for investments use the edu- use education use the way that works and you invest for the long term you know 7 10 20 30 years and you don't touch it it doesn't need to be complicated generally uneducated investors they're the ones who will speak in complicated terms and they'll be the ones who are reading the investment um, they'll be reading the investment articles they'll be reading the forums they'll be talking about obscure investments this is a very narrow focused way to invest and it's this is not the way I invest, to be honest. It's a waste of time. Even fund managers, you know, who have been been to the Ivy League schools, they don't even beat the market. So, you know, it's very, I would say, use your time to do what you're good at. You know, whatever it is, that that vision, that purpose. And then get educated about investments. Do it the easy way, the lazy way, and look at it over the long term. And anything that sounds good, too good to be true and anything that someone who is not a financial advisor or who is not you know financially educated tells you to do don't do that.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for simplifying that it's um yeah really refreshing to hear that and I had one analogy that that helped to get things clear a little clearer around investment in my head which was kind of like what you're talking about with the cryptocurrency it's like if it, yeah, if it's not a long-term strategy and you're going in for, a, like, a quick win, it's basically gambling with your money, you know, even, a, you know, and that, that's actually, like, a standard in the industry, like, a lot of professionals are, like, encouraging that and, and doing that, and we can't expect to succeed at that.
0: No, <laughs> it doesn't work. I mean, maybe, maybe it will a few times, just, like, when you go to the casino, you know, but over the long term... It doesn't work if you're always pulling in and out of the market. The thing is, the best 10 trading days that have ever occurred have been after the six worst trading days that have ever occurred. So if you're pulling money in and out of the market, thinking you can time the market, you're going to miss it. And an active investor, that's somebody who tries to invest this way, like tries to be like, okay, now's a good time, now's not a good time. The average return is 3%. You compare this to somebody who just invests the way that I teach, It's 9.8%. And the person who's got 3%, by the way, they've spent a shitload of time on it and a shitload of energy pulling in and out and emotional, the the emotional impact that has, you know? Um, so yeah, there's two different ways to do it. There's the shit way, (laughs) well, there's the educated way.
1: Thank you for being the voice of reason, Breya. <laughs> Simplification to this, um, to this topic, which I think, you know, it's so important. It's so important the work that you're doing because it is, yeah, it's, it's just one of those topics that, like you say, has been overcomplicated for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that's really disempowering to the average person who doesn't have a lot of confidence in their relationship with money or like hasn't been encouraged you know, or educated in any way,
0: yeah.
1: you, you know, go on an investment adventure. <laughs>
0: and uh, it's right. Let me add something there because I think it's really important. Um, you know, there's a lot of financial advisors who are really amazing, you know, and they're trying to do the best that they can. But the thing is the way that they are um, remo- remunerated is based on, I mean, not in Australia, um you know, because there's so many regulations. But um, in a lot of other countries, it's based on commissions for particular products. So, I mean, they're not going to – it's very hard for them not to be biased, right, and to put people on, in, in products and investments that are actually not suitable for them. Um, the other thing is financial advisors, even in Australia, have been remunerated. Remun- remun- remun-
1: It is
0: vodka. It is vodka. (laughs) Um, I've got dyslexia, and sometimes my words just like totally mix up.
1: Yeah, that's one of those words, though.
0: (laughs) Remunerated. Okay, you know when you say it once, and then you're like, okay, now it's gone. Okay, so the way that they get paid, (laughs) um, is is that um they get paid a percentage of what you invest. So it makes it worthwhile for them to make it complicated for you. So you just so you don't go and do it yourself because they get paid for how much you invest every year. So the way that the the, the way that the payment is set up is not conducive for the best outcome for the client or for the advisor for that matter. I mean advisors are so regulated they have to pay so many fees to actually be um be up and running and give advice. So it's, it's not really matching. Um, yeah, so it's complicated and I believe it's complicated because advisors feel like they need to make it complicated to be of value and to get paid for it.
1: Amazing news, it doesn't have to be complicated. We love this news, <laughs> particularly when it relates to money. Right, And Mm -hmm. I will raise my hand and say that I'm somebody who has overcomplicated my relationship with money historically. And it's something that I've been working really hard on over the last few years. And I mean, that's freedom, right? Like as much as we like may wish that we didn't have to do it, that we didn't have to sit down and be in our spreadsheets and taking responsibility for the numbers, like money equates to freedom in the world that we live in. And yes, it can be a steep learning curve if you're somebody like me who wasn't given any good financial education and made a lot, a lot, a lot of mistakes. But, um, you know, it's work that always, always pays off. And especially when you, you know, you can have fun doing it when you're working with other people who understand you, who get you, who are fun to work with. And the freedom that you get from actually putting some time into getting that straightened out is,
0: you
1: know, changes your life.
0: Absolutely, And you're so right. Like it gets to be fun now and easy. I mean, there are really great platforms in all across the world in different countries that allow you to invest in a really simple way, you know, and there's even, you can even invest, um, ESG like ethically and you can invest in ways that are sustainable. Um, look, it's not perfect yet. Um, but it's pretty good. You know, they use algorithms to actually remove, uh, you know, companies that resource companies, companies that uh, make money from gambling, alcohol, tobacco, detaining refugees, weapons, these types of things. Um, so it's also possible to invest in a way that actually aligns with your values if these are important to you as well. So it's a really great time actually to be taking control of, of your finances and getting financially educated. And um, I want to leave you with, with, with this because it's super important is is um, $50 a week, if you invested just $50 a week over 50 years and you invested it just into an average growth portfolio, when I say growth, you're you're in the market, you're in the share market, you would have over $3 million in 50 years if you did not touch it and if you reinvested. And this is where people fuck it up because they start playing with things, they start pulling it out when the market's going down, they start getting that short-term focus. And so like, you know, what I do, I don't read the news. Like today, my friend was just like, oh, do you hear know what's happening in the US with these riots? I'm like, no, no idea. And she's like, where are you living under a rock? I'm like, yes, it's very nice. <laughs> I don't read the financial, financial news, it's, it's irrelevant. It goes like this, you know, the thing is like we are always going to be buying what the, what enterprises are selling. This is, how they, this is how they make money. And if we're not, we no longer want to buy from them, well, there's going to be someone else there that we're buying from. So there's always going to be a demand. And this is also actually like a total abundant abundance mindset back the world, you know, for the long term. Um yeah
1: amazing amazing thank you thank you Freya for for the work that you do and for you know really embodying everything that you teach and just proving you're like living proof that you know it gets to be simple it gets to be fun we get to do it the fun way and mm-hmm. through everything else mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and for showing up and really sharing your work with, with us uh, <laughs> So um, for anyone who's interested in learning more about your work and how they can get your support with, you know, going on this investment adventure, what's the next step?
0: Yeah, so I actually have a great program. Um, I do many different types of things, but um, in terms of invest, investment, direct investment, I have a really awesome program called Invest Like a Queen and it teaches people how to, how to invest in this way for the long term with this um, with this focus, like an eagle, the simple way, the lazy way. And um, what's coming through right now is I'd love to give your audience um, $100 off this program. So I'll make a coupon code called Sarah, all in lowercase. Um, so, if they want to uh, get this program, when will, when will this be um, live, this podcast?
1: Um, it will be within the next month or so. Yeah, the next few weeks. I'll get it out. Okay.
0: Then. Well, um, you can let me know when, but it will be available for a week after okay. this podcast has launched. Perfect. Um, and the, the link for that is freyasavage.com. And will my name, will you be able to put my name here or something? Yeah. Or
1: I'll put links in all the notes and everything.
0: Okay, cool. So the link below, <laughs> freyasavage.com slash invest like a queen. And there you can put in the, the coupon code.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much, Freya. You're the best. Thank you so much for uh, your time today, sharing all of your wisdom and tripping about us.
0: You're so welcome. Thank you for having me on here. It's so fun.
1: All right. Have a good one. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website com, and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.